Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of the Mac and Forth Show. My name's Carl Mann and we're here once again to talk about the week's Apple and tech related news. And I say again, we wasn't here last week. We had a little break because I was a sick boy. Still am a sick boy, as a lot of people tell me constantly. Also, <laughs> but enough of that. That's a, that's a story for another time. Uh, joining me this week, as always, my two usual cohorts in all this nonsense. First up, Mr. Alan Vickers. How's you, sir? Yeah, I'm very well, Carl. I've been in good health, actually, unlike your good self. So. Oh, that's it. <laughs> I'm not trying to rub it in. I'm just counting my lucky stars. I've been I've been pretty well, doing a lot of walking. Not trying to, but succeeding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Closing my rings every day, doing a lot of walking, listening to a lot of podcasts. That's just my life in a nutshell. Well, I, I hear you've bought something that's going to assist you with that shortly. But we'll we'll, cut, we'll circle mm. back in a minute there, Alan. Also joining us this week, Dean Murphy. How's how's things? Yeah, things are really good. I'm also in good health this week. Not to rub it in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going I'm to be coughing all through the show and everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I've just got back from a trip to uh, Prague and also Berlin. And um, yeah, I'm back in the country now. I thought I was going to miss an episode, but obviously last week got cancelled. So I'm quite happy about that. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I saw those, oh, um, oh, happy about those pictures yeah. you posted when you were in Germany, I assume it was, on the autobahn. With a, did you hire that car that had CarPlay on its dashboard? Yes, yeah, we hired a Mercedes E220, which had CarPlay built in and... I just wish every car had CarPlay. I wish my car had CarPlay. Yeah. <laughs> but it's an expensive upgrade to get it, unfortunately. Yeah. Didn't, didn't that Speedo show you doing like 260 kph or something? Yes. Yes, it did. <laughs> that, what, hang on. What's that? What's that? I can't do the conversion. <laughs> um, I think it's about 140, oh 130. My. Oh, my God. <laughs> it didn't feel like I was doing that much. It wasn't. <laughs> I bet it would if you hit something. <laughs> Well, you probably wouldn't feel anything for a little while, I suppose. I bet you were in the slow lane as well, wow. getting overtaken left, right, and centre. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, 164 miles per hour. So, yeah, it's quite a nippy, oh. quite a nippy car. I knocked an hour off the journey time because I drove all the way from Prague up to Berlin. And as soon as you cross the border, you're in the German autobahn, and you just put your foot down and go. It's quite good. 160 double hour speed limit. Yeah, who needs double hour more than speed double? Limit. More than double. Yeah, exactly. Who needs a hyperloop? Oh who God. needs a hyperloop? <laughs> oh my that just makes my palms sweat thinking about that oh my god okay i noticed uh I, well i asked you to show me actually <laughs> so you showed um carplay with our podcast on it and, and see how they come up it's quite good yeah yeah i'm really impressed with how carplay works it's the second time i've rented a car with carplay in it and i just can't wait to upgrade and use it full time because a lot of cars have really crappy sat navs built into them and the, the built-in software is very clunky and annoying um but carplay just works brilliantly it's just like you know an apple device my only complaint is it's not touch screen and probably for obvious reasons like you don't want you touching this big giant touch screen no. although mm. teslas have a big giant touch screen but that's beside the point you've got in the mercedes you and i think also on bmws you've got this little turny wheel this turny knob that you push down when you want to do an action so you've got to it's not that easy to jump between selectable items on the screen. Mm. You've got like well, turn these, this wheel and then push on it down. The, um, are they on the steering wheel, these controls, or elsewhere? No, these. this is down where like your handbrake is. Oh, oh. my God, <laughs> 260 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> but um, luckily it's got Siri, and Siri's quite good at, you know, hey Siri, play this song. Oh, crap, I said it. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's it? Play this song, and it'll just play it. So it's quite good for like, changing music and yeah. stuff like that. CarPlay is getting a lot of good press, people... isn't it, just at the moment? Have you noticed? Like In the last month, I think there's been six, seven, eight 
stories about different car manufacturers now supporting next generation car play with wireless and all that it's really taking off after what is it four years or something <laughs> well it's glacial isn't it i mean <laughs> the manufacturing of new cars is is takes so long because so many safety features have to build into new models and stuff yeah. like this it takes forever <laughs> and i remember when they started off car play they did say these will start to emerge over years and years not months or days or anything like that mm. so um we are probably now catching up i mean do you think Having now used it a couple of times, Dean, do you think um, how high on your list would it be? You know, like if you go out looking for a new car, how high on your list would it having to have CarPlay be? Or is it a deal breaker if it didn't have it? It would either have to have CarPlay or um, the stereo space big enough to have a CarPlay aftermarket fitted. Because I think you can get them for about three, four hundred pounds now, which isn't too expensive. But you need a double DIN slot. On my car currently, I've got that size slot a big giant radio slot, but it's right at the bottom of my dashboard, like down where the handbrake is. So it's not ideal for like just glancing at it, you know? Um, so it, yeah, it needs to be like quite high up on the dash. So I would, I would look for a car with CarPlay or with good adaptability to include CarPlay in it aftermarket. Mm-hmm. How fit times change. I remember getting quite excited when I saw a third party stereo that had a, a, a socket so I could plug my iPod into it. Yeah. Oh, yes! That's right. The magic. USB, blimey. Or was it just headphone jack back then? <laughs> no, not even any power. Well, it's probably, it, was, it started off headphone jacks and then they were like, had a dedicated socket in some of the, yeah. some of the vehicles yeah. and then a USB uh, finally. And, uh, yeah, it's amazing how we come on. Yeah. Great. But. Uh, yeah, I, I, I do. I, I mean, I, unfortunately, because I drive a work vehicle, they don't care about our entertainment. We get some crappy little radio and our our, <laughs> our things. It's quite funny. They spent, they spent, they just bought some new big trucks, uh, and they, they spent like thirty grand on these trucks. And the only in car in vehicle entertainment is literally a radio. No CD. Mm. No nothing. No ports. Literally just a radio. <laughs> <laughs> the drivers were not happy. <laughs> <coughs> oh dear oh well anyway so um well let's go back to alan actually because uh because you've you finally spent some money you mr tightwad alan <laughs> well i like i like as, a bargain we... i wait i'm patient i am very patient with nothing else <laughs> so i'm waiting for a, a, a price reduction on the apple watch series 3 before i get one of those and i've long lusted after airpods and you you talk about them in positive terms all the time as does every owner i've ever heard of who's got them they love them but i think keep thinking oh 160 quid that's such a lot for headphones mm. but anyway last night i was browsing around i think it was hot uk deals and i saw this offer um where the o2 shop uh, online you know the o2.co.uk uh, shop had 20 percent off all accessories by putting in a code and i thought i wonder if that applies to uh, to these airpods they sell and it did it worked so instead of a 159 pound for a set of airpods i got them for a 127 pounds 20 and not only that on the order screen as i was filling it in it said right you know you get free delivery or you can book one of these specific slots for monday or morning 5.99 monday afternoon 6.99 or whatever and i thought nah i'll just go with the free one thanks anyway 20 past eight my order got confirmed last night one o'clock today knock on the door airpods in my hand brilliant oh yes i've actually been using them for about an hour before this show and uh, i see what you all mean now <laughs> they are brilliant <laughs> wow it's just a, it's it's a revelation they're, they're they're wonderful i mean obviously i've only just been scratching the surface having them for an hour but i've already had them talking to my phone my watch and my ipad and switching between them and I've been playing with uh, the double tap behavior on each of the uh, each of the AirPods. I've tried out the charger. I've looked at those lovely uh, animated 
charger screens that tell you how much power each of them have got. The, the whole experience is fantastic. But I must say, the best part of the experience is the £127.20 part. <laughs> so, you. yeah, that's great. And I put them on. Uh, I showed my wife. I walked in the kitchen. I said, look, this is what just arrived. And she said, oh, you look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but hang on let's clarify does she normally say that <laughs> yeah that's right I need, I need the control to compare against yeah you're right <laughs> oh that's good so have you worn them out in anger yet like on one of your walks I know because I you know I follow you on on, on on the activity rings I know you do your walking well no I, done that I got back from my walk today and um, within like uh, I don't know half an hour they arrived so I've only used them inside for oh. about an hour uh, but yeah, I can't wait. Really, I'm, I'm incentivized to go out for another walk. I might go out with just me watch. Well, so I, I, I also news for me. If you if you listen to our our Patreon episode last week, you would know that I finally signed up to EE. I finally got a plan. I finally activated my Apple Watch cellular without any issues whatsoever. It was complete smooth sailing. And now I've got the added benefit of when I go out and do my little mm-hmm. walk around the park down the down the road there with my AirPods, I've got connectivity on my wrist mm-hmm. all, the, all the time as well. Um, as, uh, and all, all the syncing features of the watch itself and uh, the fact that I can now get um, uh, messages and respond to them with the AirPods and stuff is it's, it's kind of freeing. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how else to say. I mean... <coughs> As I say, it's such a it's such, such a small thing. It doesn't. If you just listen to me saying it, it doesn't sound like much. But when you actually experience it for yourself, it's it's quite a big deal. And I think I remember at the time. I remember last year when they bought the GPS functionality to the watch, mm-hmm. and I thought, well, I don't really need cellular and stuff. I mean, seriously, it's no big deal. But now I've got it. It's it's fantastic, and <laughs> and I'm quite looking forward. You know, a few times now when I've seen I've gone out of range of Wi-Fi and, and the Bluetooth uh, signal from my phone. Uh, and I'm just roaming free. I'm out there. Mm. I'm on the streets, roaming around, Brilliant. roaming from town to town. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, no, it's quite liberating, quite freeing, and 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 it works really well. I haven't had any of those connection issues that some people wrote about during the initial review. This is probably because they pushed some updates since then. Yeah, and and it's it's all looking pretty lovely, as it, as they used to say, and most of the time it used to apply. It just works. It's it's fantastic. Yeah. Is it the next uh, update where you get? to be able to do um, Apple Music streaming direct to the watch as well. Yeah, so we're going to get, uh, I mean, we are going to get, um, when 4.1 comes out, we're going to have access to the entire music, Apple Music library yeah. on demand, which, will be, it's, you know, it's a bit overkill thinking about it. Uh, we're also going to get the radio. And they've, they're also sneaking in one little function, which I thought, my God, why hasn't this been there all the time? And that is now when you go to the um, the, uh, the 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 screen, the stat screen, I've got control center, mm-hmm. control center, and you see you're on Wi-Fi, you'll get the SSID uh, name come up as well, of whatever Wi-Fi you're on. Yeah. And I was thinking, bloody hell, about time. We needed that for God knows how long. <laughs> um, so we can actually see what Wi-Fi we've joined, which is a, a nice little feature. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's progressing on and on and on all the time. And like we say on, on the Patreon episode, uh, Alan, just, it's just podcasts now, really. Yeah. Podcasts and audiobooks. That's all we need. We do. I wonder what's holding them back there. It seems such an obvious thing, doesn't it, to support podcasts on the watch? Yeah, it does. It does. Makes no sense. Well, speaking of watches, <laughs> unfortunately, Dean hasn't got a good story when it comes to his watch. No, so... um. I think everyone's reaction to this when I told them what happened is like, were you drunk at the time? <laughs> well, that's a given, isn't it? I mean, I always assume. Which, to be fair, I probably was a bit drunk, but um, that's beside the point. Um, yeah, one night I got back to my hotel room, 
I elegantly just took my Apple Watch off, put it on the nightstand next to my bed, went to sleep. And then when I woke up in the morning, the, I don't know, the, something happened and the screen was like popped off <laughs> mysteriously. And this wasn't like the silica, the, yeah, that's noise. It wasn't like the, um, the seal had popped off. It's like a perfect square had cracked out in the middle of the watch and just oh, wow. popped off. Yeah. I, I initially thought, oh, because I know that this was an issue with like earlier Apple watches and maybe the seal got a bit hot or whatever. Mm. Um, but no, just it's perfect square cracked in the middle and just popped off. So um, contacted Apple support and I said, well, I'm in Berlin this weekend. Maybe I can get dropped by an Apple store in Berlin and get replaced. And they said, well, the stores can't do anything. They can just send it off and then send it back to you. So I thought, okay, I'll wait till I get back to England. Wait till I got back to England, contacted Apple support. And they said, oh yeah, you can send it in. It'll cost uh, 200 pounds because it's physical damage. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not, I, it's not physical damage. Like, it's, it's too perfect to, you know, a break to be physical damage. It's not like it's yeah. cracked or smashed. It's like, it's, you know, perfect squares come off. I sent pictures and they said, oh, well, you can take it to one of our Apple stores to have a look at it. Resellers. Yeah. Resellers. So, uh, so they said, yeah, they recommend going to the closest one and that's in Middlesbrough, about 15 miles away. So um, they booked me in for an appointment the next day, which is quite good. I got there and they looked at it, took one look at it and said, we can't really do much with this. You're going to have to take it to a proper Apple store. <laughs> so, uh, okay. You just want them to give Never. you a new one, don't you? <laughs> that's what you want. A hassle-free hassle <laughs> yeah, so result, please. <laughs> it's you know it's less than a month old it's a brand new apple product you know just i just want someone to look at it and replace it yeah. so 15 mile drive home contact apple support told them what they said and they said okay we'll book you in at the apple store that's in the metro center like 50 miles away so okay so that's uh <laughs> 50 miles there 50 miles back so that's you know i've done 130 miles in that day just driving to stores sort of um, but when i got to the apple store they sourced me quickly and they looked at it and said yeah that does look very sus the uh, battery looks like it's got a tiny bit of swelling in it which might have popped it up mm. um we'll just send it off and you'll get a replacement within a week or so so oh, well. it's currently in limbo at the moment but i'm glad someone's <laughs> finally looked at it this was the apple watch 3 right the series 3 yeah yeah so i'm ass i'm assuming that because it's a still a fairly new well, it's brand new device that they they're going to have captured that and that's going back to you know to the to the labs because <laughs> That's a, that's a that's a that's a fault, really. Um, I don't hear many of them, and I'm sure someone somewhere would be most interested in what's happened there. Yeah, yeah, definitely, especially how because they said it does look like there's signs of damage around the cracks, but that's on all four sides of the Apple Watch face. So she thinks that's happened when it's popped off. It's you know it's cracked the edges of the thing. So she said it looks like signs of impact from one side, but on the other side it looks like it's just damage when it, the screen's popped out so it's hard to, to narrow down whose fault it is like mine or theirs and yeah but i know it's, you I know it's not my exactly you yeah, told them it wasn't your fault i mean like carl said these these early examples of faults in new products mm. they're normally so keen to just get them back in get it back to the lab analyze what the hell's happening here in case it's a more general issue they normally fall over themselves to just give you a new thing and make you happy and make you go away yeah that's the thing the apple stores i think provide great customer service the Apple authorized repair centers, whatever they're called, probably don't. <laughs> they, they, they just experience was just to palm me off onto the next person. And the Apple online support, they wasn't that helpful apart from just saying, you can either pay us money and send it to us, or you can visit a store to see what they think. 
And I'm glad I did because that saved us like, you know, £189 or whatever it cost, even though it cost me 130 miles in the car and whatever petrol yeah. costs involved. That's a- <laughs> yeah. See, I, I've, I've heard of this discharge before and what they don't actually take it. They just tell you up front that it might be taken. I don't, I don't know if it's some rule or some nonsense like this, mm. but they sort of pull it in escrow if we get that in this country. Oh, I'm sure yeah, we do. Yeah. But so they sort of keep it, and, and uh, but they normally just send you it straight back or repair it. But I, I'm amazed. I don't think they're going to repair it. I, there's no way. I think, you know, they're going to capture that, and it's going to go up back to the labs, and they go uh, mm. interrogate it to find out what happened to the little thing, uh, and then they're just going to give you a new one. And I think, I bet you, if you was in London uh, and you went into one of the flags like you know the flag uh the flag stores uh like regent street or, or covent gardens they would have just swapped it out I, I absolutely bet i guarantee it yeah. in fact yeah you got really yeah, unlucky there it's, it's so not, not, not a great story from apple's point of view really is it not really i normally expect you know if you buy a brand new product from apple they're gonna you know treat you well you know i've spent a lot of money with apple in the past i don't want to be one of people who say you know i spent x amount with you this past year just fix this watch you know Oh, yeah, because that always works. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I love it when people say that yeah. to me. I say, oh, okay. I've done my sitting in customer service. I know it doesn't work. That's why it doesn't work. Totally. So come on, it's like, you know, I've just bought this new laptop a few months ago and it costs a lot, a lot of money. Just yeah. give me some sympathy. <laughs> and how did I benefit from that, sir? <laughs> I bought the Game of Thrones box set <laughs> on iTunes. <laughs> did, they, did they try blaming all the exotic oils you use in your, um, in your grooming regime? <laughs> loosening the glue on the on the watch face (laughs) (laughs) they they did ask me some questions like you know she said to me um have you um have you got the device wet i was like "Uh, (laughs) i I, like paused i was like well yeah i have and because she said because that's okay if you have because it's waterproof i was like oh Oh, right it's like yeah i showered oh you thought it was a trap it's a trap (laughs) yeah it's like like, well yeah i've I've showered with it she goes oh have you used it for swimming i was like no, I haven't used it for swimming. But, uh, I use my arms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was a trick question. Anyway, uh, while I was in while I was in the store and waiting around, I this is, this is <laughs> you know where this is going. This is how they get you, Dean. This is how they get, this is how they get this you. This is why they get you to go to the Apple Store. I was looking around, and there was this big a box with the shiny new Beats Series Three Studio headphones, and I, I've got the old ones from about two years ago, and the levers just started coming away on the uh, on the ear things. And these new ones have the W1 chip, the same as the AirPods. They got a little syncing and all that stuff. I thought, mm, I'll try them out. I'll give them a listen. They sounded really good. The um, noise cancellation, they've improved. Sounded really good in the store. It just blocks and isolated all the shopping center noise. So I decided to order them. I'll buy them there and then. Wow. <laughs> this is an expensive trip for you, dude. <laughs> and I thought I thought we'd celebrate the, you know, the money I saved in not repairing my watch. <laughs> Give it to Apple anyway. Hang on. <laughs> is that how you justify it to yourself? This money I saved that I should have been spending anyway, I'll just spend on something else. <laughs> I don't know. It's like um, Stockholm Syndrome. Is it Stockholm Syndrome? <laughs> Definitely. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, so yeah, I've got these new Beats headphones. I'm actually using them right now, and they sound really good. I'm using them wirelessly. Uh, I've noticed any lag. I tried playing a piano in Garage Band just to see what the lag was like, and it's very minimal. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. And did they show up? Of course, the thing is, of course, the thing is, whenever someone says oh, I bought Beats headphones, people instantly go, "Oh God, Beats cheap, nasty, bassy rubbish." <laughs> um, and that used to be the case. They were like absolutely oh, yeah. famous for it, but. 
But I know there's been a few iterations now where uh, the design has been tweaked and changed and the base has been like more man- more manageable now. Because mm. um, the last time I heard, because I, I used to think the same thing, and the last time I went into an Apple store, I tried them because my mate had just got some Beats in some free promotion thing. And I thought, oh, yeah, these sound quite good. Uh, and I was going to buy Beats. It turns out in the end, I, I bought Bose <laughs> because I just liked them. Uh, a little bit better but uh, that was before that model that you've got come out um, yeah and the noise cancelling stuff is fantastic I mean unfortunately I mean it's good for you because you're always jet setting off to the ble- off to the you know the continent mm. so it'd be great for you in those planes when you get that dull drone yeah. uh, in the background or as I would call her the missus anyway <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, but uh, yeah, I mean they they have come on. I mean, I they probably do. I mean, any headphones that you get up to that kind of price decide you know maybe deserve a bit of a kick in sometimes but uh, they're not how they used to be i don't think anymore no they sound a lot better i've heard some of the early ones and instantly dismissed them because i think that, you know they're made by dr dre was targeting a specific audience who like you know hip-hop and rap and that like really benefits from the short bassy punches i guess um mm. but now they're more equalized to like you know more kinds of music so it's they're a lot better, especially since Apple took them over. And this is the first revision of this model since Apple took them over. And I like the last model. And I like this model. Um, the Bose were probably the ones I would have went for if it wasn't for the W1 chip, Yeah, I would say. Yeah. Does um, that give it all just, the same tricks as, um, as, say, the AirPods, like the charging status views and the, uh, the automatic switching between all your devices and all that sort of stuff? I think it does, not as seamlessly. Yeah, it should. Not as seamlessly, I don't think. Mm. I'm not sure. Um, but W1 chip just, just makes it, especially with the range and the battery life as well. These last 40, about 20 hours with the noise cancellation on, I believe, something like that, which wow. is double what the old ones used to get, I think. Hmm. Um, oh, that's good. And you live in a place where you won't get mugged walking down the street of them as well. <laughs> yeah. which is <laughs> do that here. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, used, I used the fake ones when I'm in London. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All I have to do. Uh, what you trying to in, uh, would you had something to say there, uh, Alan? When I, I t- spoke over you, oh no, I was going to ask about uh, the W one chip on on the Beats and whether they do the same things as the Apple okay. headphones. I think they do, though. Yeah, and you get that then, instant um, pairing, don't you? The nice simple pairing and so on. Yeah, you get the instant pairing. You can just instantly pair with your phone or like change it to your phone just by going into Command Center and just one tap, and it just switches them over from I don't know your MacBook to your phone. Um, the only thing I do miss from the AirPods um, is, you know, if I, there's no sensor if you take them off. So if I take them off, it doesn't pause the content and then unpause it when I put them back on. That would have been a nice, nice thing to have. But yeah, can't have everything. No. Oh well, you turned <laughs> a pretty, you, you turned a horrible trip into a nice trip then in the end, didn't you? I got happy memories of the day you bought some top end headphones <laughs> instead of the day you had yeah. a hundred and thirty annoying trip to go and get your your watch fix exactly i don't want to drive 130 miles for nothing <laughs> in the rain <laughs> and the yeah. traffic because it was pizza oh yeah it was a pain it was, <laughs> it was a nice day as long as he never looks at his credit <laughs> statement <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah that's a problem for tomorrow <laughs> <coughs> yeah exactly let dean tomorrow dean deal with that it's yeah. not my problem <laughs> oh well obviously the real news this week is the fact that 12 south have released yet another mac candle <laughs> this is obviously the most important thing now this type this candle the last one smelt like a, a newly unboxed mac apparently which i have no idea what that meant to spell smell like but this one called inspire and it takes a less gimmicky route apparently mm-hmm. it, it, actually uh, we need some sound effects for this because we obviously mediate meditation crap so let's have some 
So it writes, let's gimmicky go for a more natural combination of smells like bagu what bergamot it's bergamot <laughs> bergamot amber musk musk hey smell my musk anyway um lemon and tarragon is that a character in game of thrones anyway uh and this this wonderful lovely smelling candle is only 29.99 <laughs> what for a freaking candle. <laughs> what is, what is, what is, why, why would, why, why would people do this? I found out what, I know it's what, a bit um, fun. I found out what bergamot is. Got An it. oily substance extracted from the rind of a dwarf variety of Seville oranges. <laughs> I thought you just, I thought you going to say from a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> I did wonder where that sentence was going as I was reading it. Yeah. <laughs> Game of Thrones again. Dwarf musk. <clears throat> oh dear. It's, uh, well, look, if you if you got thirty dollars to spare, you might as well go and buy a candle, I suppose, that doesn't smell like a Mac no more, that smells like inspire. To inspire you to greater things, creative challenges and, and whatnot and, and yeah, okay. They had complaints Whatever. about last year's one that smelt like a new Mac because the people were saying it smelt like dusty keyboards and buyer's remorse. <laughs> <laughs> So that's so that's one of the stories this week. Apparently, um, they're getting lots of complaints about these new Mac keyboards um, that are becoming ineffective. Keys are becoming ineffective on them or unoperational because of dust, yeah. a speck of dust. <laughs> what? It seems incredible, doesn't it? And they're saying that the same, pretty much the same keyboard mechanism is in the iPad Pro uh, smart keyboard thing, but that's that's covered in well, what that. that material stuff isn't it so there's no edges there's nowhere for the dust to to ingress so basically maybe the next range of macbooks might turn out like those um, those microsoft laptops with fabric covered keyboards you never know that might be the solution <laughs> seal them all in <laughs> just it's great i mean if you're paying that sort of money for one of these keyboard for one of these laptops let's face mm. it and, and after a few months one of the keys stops working because of dust. That's a pretty big design flaw, I think. I mean, uh, you sent yours one back, didn't you, uh, Dean? Yeah, then I bought a new. Then, one then I bought another one. <laughs> <laughs> any, any? Yeah, you sent the first one back because you had issues with it, if I recall correctly. Yeah. Oh, what was wrong with it? Um, um, yeah, I did have issues with it. Oh no, it had the fan. The fan wasn't adjusted right. And it, was catching on something, so it was making this ticking sound. That's it. That clicking, was it. Mm. Clicking noise. Yeah, so yeah, I sent that back and I thought, I'll wait till the next refresh and then got the one in June this year, I think. Uh, June, July. Um, but yeah, I've had no problems yet, but I'm looking forward to when it does go wrong so I can visit the Apple store 100, <laughs> 100 miles away. Maybe buy a Do you know what I just made here? <laughs> <laughs> see, see what else they got new out at the time. That's it. What can I buy? What can I buy? What can I buy? <laughs> oh dear! Uh, it's it's it's. I, I I look. We joke and jest about it, but if it's you that it's affecting, it must be absolutely galling. Especially if it's a button you use a lot. Yeah. Um, like space button, for example. Uh, there was that guy who created a song about it. I unfortunately I I, I should have done some pre research and, and got the song lined up, but I haven't got it unfortunately. But it's a darn catchy song. It is. Uh, <laughs> this guy's produced. That's the um, the song song uh, a day man, the... isn't it? He does a song every single day. He's the same guy that, that oh, Apple had on stage. Steve Jobs invited him on stage after the um, You're Holding It Wrong scandal with the, I, the iPhone Antenna-gate. 4. Antenna-gate. that's it, yeah. yeah. He wrote this song about, uh, you know, you're holding it wrong, or if, you, if you're not happy, just just uh, send it back, we'll give you your money back. And uh, Steve Jobs <laughs> actually played it on uh, in the keynote, didn't he? Well, I don't think they'll be playing as, this As one the opening? Yeah, as yeah. the opening to the whole keynote, no. yeah. 
<laughs> they won't be playing this one, that's for sure. No. As you say, Alan, yeah, no, not a chance. But, uh, I mean, if, if it is a real design flaw, which it sounds like, I mean, they're getting a lot of complaints about I mean, I don't know what a lot of complaints is. It could be hundreds of people or it could be thousands. I mean, it makes a big difference. But I don't know. Maybe it's just poor choice of words. If the genius says dust and people go, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could, it could just be something more different from that, like something snapped inside one of those butterfly keys is snapped. Yeah. But, um, but if that's the case, they're going to have to go back to the drawing board with these things. So, I don't know. We don't, yeah. we don't believe the genius when they tell us to force close all our apps to save RAM or battery or anything, but we believe them when they tell us it's dust in the keyboard. <laughs> well, I... <laughs> I, I never believe half the things that they tell us to do. It's like when you ring up your ISP and he goes, oh, yeah, have you reset your modem? Yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Is it plugged directly into the computer? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, whatever. Anyways, but, uh, yeah, it, it just seems a weird thing for them to say. I bet there's a memo going around through Apple stores mm. at the moment. Do not say it's flipping dust, yeah. whatever you do. But they have produced but, one of those uh, um, one of those support documents, haven't they, that tells you how to get dust <laughs> out of the keyboard. So they're... <laughs> this, is, this is the canister of air. Yeah, and the 45-degree <laughs> angle. You've got to get it just right. <laughs> to free the air. Yeah, 40 degrees, it just doesn't work. <laughs> No. Just cause extra problems. <laughs> oh, dear. Just light a candle and get some musk in there. That's what I say, and that'll clear it out. <laughs> just just, just chill. Just chill as you blow your blow your keyboard. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> what? That wasn't rude at all. Well, don't laugh. Right, anyways. Uh, a story we obviously didn't cover last week because he we wasn't here is a mobile app developer called Felix Krauss has presented a potential security hole in iOS which could allow attackers to steal user passwords. In a post, he posits that an iOS as iOS as iOS occasionally asks you for your Apple ID, an unscrupulous type could use the UI alert controller to fashion a very similar looking dialog box. And he, he's putting an example using just a few lines of code. And yeah, it, it's kind of worrying sometimes because suddenly your phone does ask for your password out of nowhere. And you think, why am I entering this? You know, you're never quite sure. Um, of course, if it's what he suggests is to actually check and make sure this is legit. If if it is a scammy one, if you just close out the app, the dialog box will vanish because it's part of the app and it'll be shut down mm -hmm. along with the app. If it's legitimate, it should persist and, and will come back and bug you again as you go to a different screen. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that is, I, I mean, I hope, I'm hoping that in, in like a Apple's clearing process for when they go through apps, they'd be able to spot something like this, but then who knows? Mm. Especially as some of these, uh, you know, the text for these dialogue boxes can be created in all sorts of pro programmatic ways that don't look like plain strings that, uh, you know, an, an app store reviewer yeah. might spot easily. So it can be easily disguised because it is a little bit, um, I don't know, I say it's irritating, but it, there's no real model or no real model I've got in my mind as to when your iPhone is going to ask you for this password. It seems random oh. times. You know? yeah. And there's never Even, any also, um, inclination of like, you know, what happens if I don't type in my password? Like I, I've seen this pop up a few times on my phone. I've just pressed cancel and I've not noticed any think, yeah. you know, my photos are still syncing, music's still playing, apps still updating. You know, what's the problem? Yeah, I think that's particularly true with the App Store one. When, when you try to do a load of updates, you sometimes get this message. And yeah. it seems to me that even when you say cancel, it still updates the apps anyway. So you think, well, what was going on there then? Mm. But they, tra they yeah, train they train you to instantly doing... put in your password, don't they? That's what you're being trained for all the time. Every day, every week, you're being trained. If you ever see this, put your password in. So if an app were able to produce a similar looking dialogue box, we'd all just, within a millisecond, type in our passwords, yeah. wouldn't we? 
we're all Pavlovian at this, you know, at this point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, possibly done instantly without even thinking about it. But yeah, I mean, I, I've often because, like you say, it just says iTunes Store. It doesn't tell you exactly why you're doing it. No, if you've reset your phone or you've just newly reinstalled stuff, then okay, it's a possibility you might have to mm-hmm. put your bloody password in because of these umpteen services that use it now but yeah mm-hmm. but it's something that i've i've seen in the past but never really connected to dots to think well this could be exploited yeah but now oh yeah mm. it could be <laughs> technically i heard a good uh, possible defense against this that apple could implement and that was to do with um you give it give the user some way to assign um uh, an icon or uh, you know, a glyph of some sort or a photo even that, that only they choose and know and they in settings mm. somewhere and so every one of these system dialog boxes that come up would then include that that little graphic that the user chose themselves so whenever you see a system dialog box you'd know it, it was genuine because it would have your private little glyph in it that no one else can know a scammer couldn't know an app couldn't know only the phone has it stored maybe in the secure enclave or something like that it's be quite a, a, a neat trick i think to be able to do something like that yeah, that could that could work like pretty flawlessly as long as as long as people entered it, of course. Yeah, initial setup. Yeah, uh, if everyone starts off with an egg, a, just a grey egg. <laughs> Never change it. <laughs> Be like Twitter in the old days. Yes. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, it's. I mean, again, I I would hope though, while these apps go through the clearing process, someone would try and spot. I mean, I I still find it think it's amazing. I don't know what they do uh, during that that boarding process when you get assigned you get um you get you put your app in for review and they review it and they kick it out as as quickly as possible it seems nowadays uh dean you probably got some experience of that obviously having to uh submit your application but i can't believe someone's there going through every single line of code i don't believe someone's there going through every single level of a game or anything i mean i i just have no clue how they do it but uh, i guess they're just looking for illegal calls or illegal libraries or illegal references and stuff like this but i don't know Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of the review process now is automated. So it gets automated and automatically thrown back at the developer if that system finds something wrong and then it goes to a human to review um, who don't look at everything in the app. They just, you know, test the basic functionality of it. I, When I've posted apps before, I've posted analytics to check, you know, what's being tapped, what button, you know, put an analytic on every button so I knew exactly how far into the app they went. And... On this particular, it was a game. They just literally just open up the game to the main screen, press quit, out the game, and then just signed it off. So they've done very minimal actual user testing of the app. A lot of it's automated, I think. Yeah. I wonder what I wonder what Apple. I wonder what the rules are if they do find something legitimately scammy. Do they just go no, go away, or do they say, "Well, you're obviously a scammer. I'm going to report you to someone." Hmm. I've never Again, been in that because position. because if there's someone is if if a, if a developer is actively trying to put in a scammy app, that means they're mo- probably guilty of some sort of nefarious intent. Mm-hmm. So would Apple just say, "Nope, you're not getting in," or would they inform the authorities about this developer? You might want to take a look at that person. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think going through Apple's official app, so I don't think anything really scammy has the potential to get through. Just, you know, you've got to sign up with an address and a credit card and uh, they make it, they made it a bit more difficult over the years. We need like a Dunn's number, which is some American tax thing, which luckily I never had to do. Mm. Um, so it's like a few hurdles to actually get to the point where you're ready to submit an app. Um, at this point, it's probably easy just to get people to sideload your apps and just, you know, use a different certification method i'm not too sure 
but um, it if doesn't they, um, seem to have happened yet. I don't think for nefarious apps. If they do, uh, you know, suspect a developer, they they do, you know, effectively ban that developer from the store, don't they? They mm. take away their their mm. registration, and they can also um, make those apps installed on millions of devices suddenly not work, can't they? They can make them exactly. Yeah, they've got that yeah. remote kill switch that they have. Yeah. <laughs> never used um yeah but you know f- that we know of <laughs> that we know of but for a case like this you know I, there's no doubt they would um yeah use it. i think but- they've used, used it in apple mail a few times from my experience <laughs> 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 oh dear but uh yeah i mean it's, it's it's not something that's actually been done it's just something to be aware of so um yeah i'd be more worried about yes. websites popping this up yeah it's, it's definitely. very easy for oh. like a nefarious, you know, an ad network to have some sort of random code generator to make an advert look like an iTunes pop-up, for example. Um, yeah. Not that I've got anything against ad networks. Let's <laughs> put my biases to one <laughs> side for a moment. <laughs> but it's, yeah. it's always it's always good to be aware of these things could possibly be an attack vector at Ooh. some point because we all get cushy. I mean, I, I do it automatically. I don't even think about it. I just put in my password. Oh, yeah, iTunes wants a password. Bang, bang, bang. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Done. I move on. And, and yeah, it's just something that I would never... And it, it's pretty bad practice, you know, as me as a user, but it's just something... Because I think it is so safe, it's just good that someone said, well, hang on a minute, you could, you could like, uh, con this in a little way mm-hmm. if you was a nefarious type person. But, uh, yeah, anyways, it's a good thing. Like I say, if you want to try if you want to make sure if you want to double check every time it comes up with some dialogue box asking for your password just quit the app and and it should persist if it's legitimate so, or just um, enter in a random password that's not yours or <laughs> well that's the thing that's what I said to, to uh, uh, Dr. Richard Harkness if you just entered a, a crappy password and it accepted it that, that might be a problem as well <laughs> <coughs> oh well um, so we've got a new exploit a brand new exploit uh, in relation to WPA2 protocols, which our Wi-Fi access networks uh, use and a lot of our other Wi-Fi uh, enabled products. This is called Crack, spent, spelt K-R-A-C-K. Um, and it allows, basically, something happens. Apparently, the, the, the handshaking between various devices on Wi-Fi is a four-stage event. Who knew? Well, I didn't until now. Uh, and somewhere along the third part of this process, this this exploit can be used to get into the middle. So it creates a man in the middle attack and and can get onto your onto your Wi-Fi system and and then start monitoring communications between the the base and and the device, for example. Um, it's caused a bit of a stir in 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 the world at the moment. Um, a lot of people are scrambling to try and find. Uh, a, a, a fix for this and it is fixable apparently you can uh, put some firmware update on and and eventually once once these firmware updates become available you will be able to patch this exploit uh, apparently apple's airports including the express extreme and time capsules do not seem to be vulnerable to this exploit at the moment which is good considering they haven't had an update in about 10 months so that's yeah. pretty lucky um, Apple have also confirmed that the crack exploit has already been patched in iOS, tvOS, watchOS, and macOS betas. So as soon as the current betas come out, like so 4.1 for the watch, uh, 11.1 for iOS and stuff, um, we should have the updated um, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> updated OSs, which will, will, will fraught this exploit as well, uh, which is good to know. Um, and in the meantime, don't, trust public wi-fi networks is probably the safest thing to do uh if you go into coffee shops and stuff like this uh, just in general that's good advice you, well true <laughs> I, I mean unless you're going to use a vpn or something as well yeah. i mean once because they, they still can't detect what's going on even if they're using the exploit apparently if you're using a vpn 
But uh, yeah, just be just be wary of this until these updates roll out. Uh, basically, also you've got to worry about although Apple stuff is apparently pretty much okay, you have to you might have to start checking any other things on your network that might be exploitable. So it might be a, a worthwhile check. You know, if your doorbell is going to get updated, for example, hmm. or, or or if your cameras and 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 countless other things that we've probably plugged into our flipping network now, thinking everything's safe. <sighs> And uh, and as long as they get updated, we will be safe. But you never know. That cheap that cheap piece of technology you got off eBay might be highly exploitable. And if if it's not patched, yeah. I suggest taking it off your network. Lots of Internet of Things devices around lots of people's homes yep. now, and lots of um, third party routers or you know um, routers from your broadband provider that might be years yeah. old. And are they going to get their firmware updated? I don't know. It's yeah. a worrying time. Well, especially if it's not automatic and you have to do it yourself. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, I can't even. As far as I know, I'm not even allowed into my router from my my cable company. Uh, they try and keep you out of it because they don't want you messing around <laughs> inside there. But uh, I mean, the trouble is that's one of the problems, and as a lot of people have said this ever since the start of Internet of Things, is these are going to be the places where people will come in and get access to your system because they are not, you know, they are not they are not built to withstand. Um, continued attacks or exploits as they're discovered throughout time and thus be patched because the companies are not interested they just want to move on to the next product or they go out of business because you know a lot of them are fly by night mm-hmm. uh companies unfortunately but uh, it's a worrying a worrying trend and because uh, we've got nothing after wpa2 have we that's that's the most up-to-date protection for wi-fi yeah certainly for like this typical consumer use yeah yeah exactly so it's a bit worrying but uh, as long as you're using Apple stuff, once they bring out the new betas into official releases, you should be fairly safe. It's just all the other stuff you might also have to worry about as well. So yeah, good luck with that. Because yeah. <laughs> I've got the same problem. I've got. I'm thinking of all the things I've got connected to the to the net now, and I'm thinking, oh god, I got to check all this nonsense, <coughs> including my telly and everything, and my amp. Thinking about it, and oh, and and like various streaming boxes, and and Alexa, and, and oh, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> She didn't wake up. Fantastic, um, and all these smart speakers and 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 a, and a ring doorbell and and cameras and oh, it's just a headache. Oh well, serves me right, won't it, for trying to do the Internet of Things route? Oh dear, dear, dear. Um, Apple has apparently acquired its first big name in its upcoming house uh, in-house media streaming service. Steven Spielberg has been reportedly signed to reimagine his amazing Amazing Stories TV show from the eighties. I think it was. Uh, the deal is reported to consist of $5 million an episode with a series consisting of 10 individual episodes. Uh, Apple was reported to set aside $1 billion to kick off its first year of original content. And uh, and they've already been involved in some pretty intense bidding uh, on some upcoming projects. So, you know, forget forget about Plant the Apps, please. <laughs> yes. Just, just forget about Plant the Apps. Uh, forget about Carpool Karaoke. They were not serious attempts. Uh, anyone who thought they were was uh, was mad. Uh, just bits of fun to try stuff out. But uh, no, these 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 two new guys from Sony that they've h- hired, they are obviously going for it. Um, they, you know, is still is Steven Spielberg still a big name in Hollywood? I mean, obviously he's got gravitas because mm. he. I mean, I, I can't think of any good stuff that he's produced in the last five years or so. I could be wrong about that, but uh, still. A- but no, I mean, Amazing Stories. However, I, I think it only run for a couple of seasons back in uh, in the eighties. And the only one I remember is is I think it had Kevin Costner in it, and it was on a plane. 
And the plane, it's going to be a spoiler alert, <laughs> just in case anyone's not seen this. So it was a, a World War II bomber, and it was coming back, and he had his undercarriage shot off. Uh, and one of the guys on the plane who was who was trapped in the under 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 the plane gun turret thing uh, uh, down there, and as they were going to have to crash land the plane, and it would mean it would kill him as he as he's being crushed, obviously as the plane lands, but the rest of them would survive. Anyway, the guy was a cartoonist, and it turns out he started drawing wheels like cartoon wheels on the bottom of his plane as he was sketching, um, and then he dreamed them. And they became existent. They became real. And as the plane landed, it landed on cartoon wheels. What an amazing story. <laughs> that is a- <laughs> Well, you say amazing. I say pants. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was a character in the Beano or the Dandy that used to do that. You remember? He used to draw a tunnel and he would escape through the tunnel. Things like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, I'm, I'm not... I, that's just the only one that sticks out in my brain. So, it's kind of like... It was kind of like Towsy Unexpected or, or, or Twilight Zone type stories. Little, little like, one-off stories per episode. Mm. Uh, modern day technology, we probably could get there because Black Mirror, apparently... I've never seen Black Mirror, but I hear that's kind of the same thing, but much darker version. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, it could be interesting to see. You've never, you've uh, never seen I, Black Mirror? I can't believe that. That's the most amazing part of any of this story. You've never watched Black Mirror? Do you know... I? <laughs> It's one of those shows where because because <laughs> because certain people hype it up so much, I have no interest oh, in seeing it. All right. Because I do not like any other thing that these people like. So there's no way oh, I see. <laughs> right. I want to watch this thing. <laughs> well, you might be you, know, um, you might be doing yourself out of a nice experience there. Well, I don't know. You, you uh, might like, right. not like dark stories, but they are, they are all pretty grim and dark. But it's brilliantly made. I really love that series. Yeah, same here. Yeah, that's fair enough. But you two were the two I was thinking of, by the way, <laughs> when I said that. So don't worry about that. Don't, but uh, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I'm, a, I'm getting a bit weird in my old age, I've got to say. <laughs> I'm getting quite, no, I'm not doing that, you bloody kids. Anyway. But this, this but is a big, this is big in it for Apple. This is a big, I mean, they haven't announced it. This is all just rumours from various yeah, yeah, because newspapers. They can't announce any of this because it's in their nature not to announce yeah. anything. Whereas other TV studios will say, oh, yeah, we've signed this actor, we've done this guy, we've got this writer, we've got this director mm-hmm. doing this project. That's just not Apple's in Apple's DNA at this point. No, no. Well, what a difference compared to the, to the, to the Eddie Q efforts. <laughs> this is just another <laughs> league, isn't it, completely? So we can't, can't wait for this. And they've only spent a fraction of their budget. This is like a 20th of their, yeah. their billion budget. So what, what more is to come? We're going to hear... I reckon we'll hear one every couple of weeks now, another big thing they've commissioned, and it's going to be really quite exciting. Probably not too many uh, developed by Harvey Weinstein, though, I should imagine. <laughs> no. Uh, you never know. <laughs> wow. Anyway. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, like I say, and the fact that they were they have been linked to some intense biddings on, on various other projects, it normally it's, it seems to be them from the, from the stories I read around here and there. But uh, it was them and Netflix, and they were both like getting into the millions and millions Millions of dollars for these for these projects, yeah. um, and offering like more than one series, so offering two series, offering to do this, that, and the other. And this is what's becoming very attractive to the producers of these these items. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do wonder, I do wonder how how mainstream 
the mainstream media, the, the likes of ABC in America, NBC and, and CBS and Fox and stuff, are, are dealing with this because they've only got advertising money to throw at this stuff. They haven't got, they haven't got like uh, the billions of dollars for like, that Apple produces from hardware and stuff. Well, to them, it's just a side project, you know. Mm. And, and, and Netflix has shown how you can just go from strength to strength. Um, like before then, it was probably HBO. I mean, everybody wants the next Game of Thrones se- uh, series, for example. Yeah. And, and if they market it right, see, HBO are doing themselves an incredible disservice, I think, because that is one of the most pirated shows going in history and the only reason it's pirated so much is because half the flipping people population that want to watch it can't get access to it without paying stupid amounts of money mm. to the likes of sky or, or or some other distributor yeah i um i wish that whatever deal they've got with sky in the uk i could just buy the season on itunes and then get the episodes with a season pass i mm-hmm. because i bought the series as soon as it dropped and that was um like a day after it released in the, the finale released in the UK. I think the episodes were available week to week. I can't remember. Um, actually, no, I don't think they were. I think they were, they all dropped no. after the series ended, but I would love to just, you know, pay 20 quid just for this one series. Cause I'd watch it over and over again. <laughs> But alas, that's not yeah, possible. It's, it's, it's just licensing deals. I know. It's these licensing deals that are in place. So what can you do? Pirate. Well, you know what everybody does. <laughs> we, you, do, you probably do what everybody else did. I mean, that's the point, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> they do offer a service where you could buy uh, uh, Sky Now, for example, and, and get access to it as you went along. But but most people ain't going to bother. No. But it's crazy to me. I don't because it used to be. I used to understand in the past because there was no real platform for doing any of this. It was very hard to do what the likes of Netflix and, and, and Amazon Video used to do because there was no one in that game doing that stuff. The connections just were not there. But now they've got this infrastructure. I mean, there was some crazy statistic that in the evenings, 75% of all internet traffic is Netflix. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. It's funny but, what, what uh, we've, might um, be US traffic. What we've witnessed in the past few years is quite amazing at how the the tv series or yeah the box set tv series has taken over completely from movies hasn't it i think people are mm. much more interested now in watching long form storytelling over 10 episodes or something and they really buy into it whether they're released week to week or whether they're released all in one go either way people just love to consume effectively tv in their home rather than movies in a theatre. It's just a, a transformation. Yeah, and the recent, just this year, the amount of flops this summer uh, testifies to that. Yeah. But, and then compared to the fact that we're willing to spend 10 hours continuously watching a, a series, slow burn yeah. <laughs> over the summer and stuff. Uh, and, and, you know, the, the time for the characterization develops and everything. The, and, and the production is virtually one for one now, it seems to me. Yeah. Some of the stuff that I see on the likes of Game of Thrones, on, on the new Star Trek episodes and stuff like that, is it's, it's easily on par with what you see in the movies. Yeah. When I was watching um, The Handmaid's Tale over, what is it, eight or ten episodes, I remember thinking about mm. two-thirds of the way through, I was thinking, I'm so glad they sold this to become a TV series, not not a two-hour movie, because it would have just undersold it completely. Mm. But it was a movie as well, wasn't it, in the past? Oh, was it? Well, I've never seen that. Yeah, oh. I'm sure. It's, I'm sure there's a movie of it as well. Oh. I'm pretty sure. Can't be wrong about this. Uh, well, speaking of st- sticking with movies at the moment, in an astounding move that I had to read several times to ensure I hadn't slipped into some kind of comatose dream during my my cold phase, Disney has announced that they're expanding their Disney Movies Anywhere, retitled to just Movies Anywhere. The service will allow you to converge 
many of your purchased digital movies from services such as iTunes, Google Play, and Amazon Video and become available across all the same services. So for example, if you was to buy, I'm just picking one at random, I'm not sure if it's actually available on this promotion, Wonder Woman uh, on iTunes, you would then have access to that on Google Play and on Amazon Video as well. Uh, most major studios are on board. Of course, there's always one holdout, and this time it's Paramount. Um, and of course, the Surface is only available currently in the US. Mm. Boo, <laughs> boo! But this is this, this is this is what what they should be doing. I think if if, if one of the holdoffs of most people buying digital media is they're not sure if they're going to be able to play it in the future. And if you future-proof that for people, if the fact that, you know, if I sell my Apple TV at some point and I go with an Amazon streaming stick, I'll still have access to all those movies I bought on iTunes. I mean, it makes it the whole process more valuable. Mm, yeah. It's just, so, it's just fairer. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe it either when I read yeah. it. Like, how has uh, an industry that's got such a bad reputation for caring about its its customers, how, how have they come up with this? It's just brilliant. It's the, quite the other, end, the other end of the spectrum. It's, it's just superb. And it means that, you know, people like me who's, who, who are keen to look for bargains, you can now pick and choose the best service to buy a particular movie on, can't you? And then knowing full well that once you've bought it there, because it's half the price of the others, it'll appear on all those others as well at the same time. It's, it's great. Some people are even... Um, saying there's a way you can buy physical media uh, where you get codes and yep. those codes suddenly become available in your iTunes library and your Google That's Play it. library as well it's just amazing so in the states there's a service called Vudu and if you buy if you buy a blu-ray or a DVD or something and you scan that in i think for the barcode i don't know what that means does that mean you can just go into a shop and start <laughs> scanning loads of barcodes i don't know no i think you have to pay a price as well i think it's 2 dollars for standard def and, and a fiver for for HD yeah. uh, and in rather than them ripping those mu- uh, those movies yourself they'll just appear in 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 your new in your voodoo library which will then sync across to itunes google play and amazon video yeah, yeah a lot of my I early mean, itunes videos are actually blu-rays that i bought from my dad but they had the itunes code in so i always used to grab the itunes code out before i gave it to him for his birthday or christmas or father's day or whatever <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, uh, so you used to cut that seal did you you won't, you won't miss this day he won't notice he won't notice <laughs> what do you mean you don't like this film i love this film shut up shut up <laughs> <laughs> exactly but no i mean as, as i say it's the us only at the moment i really hope something like this comes to europe and this is what europe should be fighting for for this kind of access to this kind of media yeah <laughs> <laughs> then i wouldn't have such a hard time with them we've actually done things that actually make sense but anyway it also means all, all of these different services um, can't really compete on their their library anymore their content library anymore because they're gonna have to compete on things like you know reliability speed uh, user interface uh, experience basically because if you've got a choice of using your amazon stick or your your apple tv or your google play chrome box thingy or whatever the hell it is you're going to go to the one that that you know is nicest to use and is quickest to use and the most reliable aren't you so they can all compete on that front which is good for yeah. us all it might it might also stop these some of these wallies in the reviews that i see that say come on apple why are you charging 20 quid for this movie mm-hmm. like apple decides what the price is yeah yeah <laughs> I, oh, I whatever <laughs> but uh yeah i mean and, and even to, to, for special deals like if you bought Kingsman recently for three ninety nine, it would have. I'm not sure if that's a Paramount title, but it would have synced across everything. It's just, and they are they are loving this. Every t- every person I've heard on a podcast or anything I've I've read about this this week, uh, the last week, so has been praising this move for for like they couldn't believe. It. And it apparently it just looks like it came out of nowhere. Everyone seemed to be totally surprised and caught off guard by it, but they all love it. Those damn Americans. <laughs> 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 of course, apart from the uh, the obvious holdout of one Paramount, I, 
reckon they all get together and say, okay, just to mess this up, you it's your turn to sit it out this time. <laughs> yeah. Like on the on the 4K stuff for Apple, it was like Disney, and now on this stuff, it's Paramount. Mm. Does this explain why Disney were the holdout on the Apple thing? Because they, a couple of weeks later, they announced this. Possibly, yeah. Possibly, but it still doesn't. I mean, it, it, it still doesn't make unless they all go in. They all need to feel that pressure to go into it. And I think, as I as I say, after this disastrous summer for a lot of the studios, I think they are looking for alternative um, revenues of income. Mm. So, does it support four K? at the moment or hdr or yeah i mean again it depends what you're watching it on if there's a 4k version you get access to it if you bought a hd version apparently uh, mainly from itunes at the moment but as you know google actually it's kind of funny because amazon video also dropped massively dropped their prices on their 4k content when the apple tv was released <laughs> and i picked up two what did i pick up i thought i think i picked up battle for los angeles which is not a great film but it's quite good for action and money monster and i think i picked them both up for three pound 99 on amazon video mm. and they're they're 4k they're uhd as they call them uh and they look fantastic mm. uh, and the previous week because i was checking i was going to see what they actually looked like uhd they were both listed at i think it was 13.99 or, so, or something like that so yeah they instantly felt the squeeze uh we don't get 4k google as far as i'm aware in this country in the uk at least so doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Well, sticking uh, with uh, just a quick uh, note about Amazon here. It's, it's still a rumour at the moment, so... So the latest rumour is October the 26th is when the Amazon streaming service is finally going to come to the Apple TV. It's only taken them two years to do the app that every other company has managed to do in that time. <laughs> but apparently October 26th, is when it's finally coming out here. So what's that? That's next week sometime. Isn't yeah. It? Well, well, we'll wait and see if it actually happens. I still don't believe <laughs> it's going to happen. You still, I still, as far as I know, you still can't buy the Apple TV in the Amazon UK store. I know it went on sale in America for a little while. Mm. Are there, is so, there any Amazon content that you're holding back on watching until this app arrives? Yeah, yeah, loads. Yeah, me too, actually. There's loads. a few things I've got marked as uh, reserved and I just don't want to watch them with AirPlay on my iPad and stuff. It's... it's <laughs> So the thing is, I'm because I'm suddenly gonna. I, even though I've got access to it now, using one of my other boxes and stuff, it's still a case of, oh, I've got to flick channels and stuff. <laughs> How lazy have I become? <laughs> Seriously, I can even voice control it for God's sake, but I don't bother. But it's it's just that that convenience of having it all in one place and. And you know it'd be the same the other way around. If iTunes was available on 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 my my Amazon box or my um, my uh, Nvidia box, then that would be the, the the one box to rule them all. But it just doesn't happen, yeah. unfortunately. There's, there was a but, an uh, announcement or a, a sort of a casual announcement by Apple that we'd get the TV app on our Apple TVs by the end of the year as well, wasn't there? So yeah. if this Amazon app integrates with that, then it's even better for one one app to rule them all on the one box to rule them all yeah but again uh, again even with the tv app apparently netflix doesn't play nice with it because oh. they don't want to give up that data it's, there's yeah. always something yeah. that goes wrong with these things mm. there's always one person that wants to protect their their little fiefdom and i can understand that to a certain extent but we we are the ones that suffer for it yeah always oh well oh well well um by this time next week, at least for me and Dean, Alan's going to be like still <laughs> loathing us because doesn't like not having a fingerprint. We would have hopefully ordered our new iPhones. Dean, have you got any strategies that you're going to play out next Friday? <laughs> um, remortgage the house. 
<laughs> Sell some old, okay. old headphones. Well, you're in a tent. <laughs> um, now, my strategy is to wake up really early, which isn't like me at all. Um, wake up. Uh, hang on. It's eight o'clock in this country, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute, why are you not awake at eight o'clock, you lazy goit? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, be awake for eight o'clock. Um, normally, I've got the app store on my phone. I have set the model that I want to order as a favourite in the app store, mm-hmm. in the Apple store mm-hmm. app. And I've got my Apple Pay already set up, so I can just quickly just tap of the thumb, bing, bing, all paid for, getting delivered, March. <laughs> or whenever or whenever <laughs> uh yeah I, I got something similar i'm I, i'm i'm normally my route on a friday takes me out into the sticks uh i got i'm gonna have to find a place to pull over with good cellular connectivity mm. uh and then i'll be in the app and i'll be refreshing and reloading 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 until bing it comes up and then i've got it set as a favorite but the card i use for these big purchases i haven't got an apple pay so i have to do it manually oh. but the, that's i know i know i know that's the how I'm going to do it. Have the uh, card that's, number uh, pasted into your clipboard so you're ready just to tap and paste. <laughs> oh, no, that's all in there. It's just a case of you have to do the extra bit of... Oh. My th- I can't do it with my thumb, basically. Gotcha. I have to do the whole normal pay process. Oh, yes. <clears throat> it's, no, it's not a big chore, but apparently it is in this modern day. But, uh, yeah, and then I'll see... I mean, what, what model have you got? What's your, what's your model you've got sorted out um, for yourself? Well, I'm going to go for the space grey one. In the largest capacity, two hundred and fifty-six. Yeah, same, same. And then hopefully get a silver one on my on what? the O2 contract for my wife. There's it. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, she's got her eye on the silver one. She had the offer the iPhone eight, but she said, "Well, why would I go for an iPhone eight when this is out?" So good point. it's got a home button, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> now, fortunately, I've already I've got a buyer for my current phone, yeah. so I'm I'm okay. It's not going to cost me just you know stick a price, thank God, because mm-hmm. I've already got the money coming over from the other sale. Um, so that's how I'm deal, dealing with it. So, Alan, what's your what's your procedure for Friday next week? <laughs> well, do you know what I've been thinking about today? But well, this is I think this is too mean. But I've been thinking, <laughs> shall I try and get one? <laughs> just because the the the, the second hand price is going to go way high, isn't it? I'm, yes. I might be able to finance um, you know an Apple Watch Series Three for nothing out of this if I if I manage to get oh, one. That you you <laughs> but yeah, but I feel mean because if I get one and you don't, I'll feel terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I tell you what. If you if you if you got the money, that's the perfect capitalist system. Do take put full advantage of it, and I hope you don't get ripped off on eBay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the, you hear these um, supply chain rumours that are coming out of all the analysts that they're still talking. Some of them are talking about next winter getting getting um, supply to match demand. So yeah. you're, you're talking about joking about getting them in March, but it could easily be. You know, June, July, August, even an entire iPhone cycle. Some people are going to be waiting for this thing. Incredible. Fortunately, you said the word, what analysts are, words, analysts are saying. So yeah. I pay as much attention to them as 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 my talking mm. sock, for example. But I don't know. Over the past couple of days, the Apple share price took a dive as well, about 2%, I think it was, because other rumours uh, came out. Of course out. it is. <laughs> yeah, well, there were some hard facts came out of the supply chain about them cutting back iPhone 8 production by 50%. So um, either that tells you that iPhone 8 isn't isn't selling as well as it perhaps was expected, <laughs> or maybe they're just going to turn over all the factories to produce iPhone 
10 because that seems to be what people or, want. Or they pump and dump the stock so the price goes down. So they snap up the more <laughs> more stock uh, more stock stock um, options nice and cheap. Then the product comes out. Then the stock goes through the roof. They sell the stock at the new inflated price and they clean up. Yeah, there's that as well. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> there are stories about people in certain blogs who, who want to generate some money and so they just come up with some nonsense about what Apple's going to do. And it, they know... Because what they're saying is going to be reported on by the tech press, it will affect the the prices because the general consumer will think, "Oh, I've got Apple stock. I might need to like offload these these stocks right now," mm. and they create a significant drop or or gain in the market, and then they just exploit it. They don't care. They make money either way. If it goes down, if it goes up, as long as stock moves, they get their cut. They don't yeah, give a monkey. It's very true. But there is that nightmare scenario potentially going to happen here, which is what I, I predicted when they first did the keynote, which is that they they probably. Pred- produce far too many of the iphone 8 that it turns out nobody wants Maybe. and they can't make enough of the iphone 10 that everybody will want so you know you've got tons of stock or potential stock on your hand that nobody wants and you can't make enough of the thing they do want well that's a bad position for a company like apple it's a strange strategy well, wasn't it two well, phones in one year we're very weird we'll we'll know next friday we'll see <laughs> we'll see what those delays are they might just be normal delays who knows because you know apparently what we was told no one's going to buy a £1,000 iPhone. <laughs> After all, by the same analysts telling you everything you're hearing now as well. So yeah. just remember where the source of this information comes from. Anyway, so I think that's pretty much it this week. So um, we've got a review. Woohoo! So let's read out a review. Thank you very much. This is from Andy Cannon, uh, and he writes, Best of the best, five stars. Oh, thank you very much, Andy. Uh, I've listened to a lot of different Mac-related podcasts over the last seven years. Must be really tired by now. Bloody hell. Um, Some good, some bad. Some just got on my tots, I'm going to (laughs) say. There's cold cringes there for some reason. Um, however, this has to be one of the best podcasts I've ever listened to, and I've listened to many. Cole is an excellent host, as is the team, and take the time to make this my number one podcast. I've been listening to this podcast for the start, from the start, and normally listen to it whilst having a, a shave, a shower, or a bath. <laughs> I feel slightly uncomfortable now. Uh, are we... <laughs> And Andy, you've missed a bit. Just, just, just there. Just that's it. You got it. You got it. Well done, sir. Well done, sir. <laughs> uh, I've always felt guilty when I heard the plight for reviews, and thought I will do that later. Life gets in the way, and because I'm past fifty, yeah, I got that next year. <clears throat> uh, I just forget to do it. However, I'm on the ball today, and can finally leave Carl and the team the feedback they so deserve. Well done, guys, and thank you for all your hard work. And I'm sorry I've taken so long to review. Five stars, thumbs up. Thank you very much, Andy. Greatly appreciated. If you'd like to send us a review, just like Andy Cannon there, just head on over to iTunes, search out Mac and Forth, um, and submit a review over there. Give us some stars, type out a message, and we'll read it out on the show. Uh, if you want to head on over to Patreon, any any assistance you can give us from running the uh, the back services that we use here is greatly appreciated. Un- unlike so many other podcasts that have Patreon um, pages, we actually give you some additional content every week, hopefully, unless I, I, I'm ill. Mm. But even last week, you got additional content. Uh, it's normally like 15-minute shows. I think we're up to about 12. Uh, we'll probably call the 13th one this weekend as well. So you do get additional content if you're a Patreon subscriber as well so it's not just we're nicking your money give us your money <laughs> but uh you do get something back anyway uh and i think that's pretty much it um so all that's left is where can we get hold of everybody here today alan where can we get hold of you sir you can get hold of me either on twitter as storm Gorelli or on the streets near where i live walking around with my airpods in all week 
but don't talk to you because he won't be able to hear you. <laughs> or you just look for the them. bloke that looks like an idiot listening to podcasts. <laughs> 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 looks like an old alien with antennas sticking out of his head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dean, where can we get hold of you, sir? Look for look for the even bigger idiot with the big black headphones that <laughs> surrounds his head. Um, or I'm on Twitter at Crafty Dino. Or my app is also on the App Store at Crystal Adblock. No, not at Crystal Adblock. Just Crystal Adblock. <laughs> Good stuff, sir. Yeah. Uh, my name's Carl Madden. You get hold of me on Twitter at Claw0101. You get hold of the show at Mac and Forth. You can email email us if you so wish. Uh, Mac and Forth at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook and over there on Google Plus as well. Now, the one story we didn't cover right at the end of the show, <laughs> and I just realized we didn't cover it. And you was you guys were meant to do it because you, you enjoyed this story when it came up. <laughs> Something about a certain mattress company and a blogging site. <laughs> do you want to deal with this this week or do you want to hold it over to next week? Because I don't really think it matters. <laughs> we could briefly, it could be like a little after show thing, I guess. We can just briefly talk about it. <laughs> so um, everyone's favorite mattress company. Is that Alan still laughing? Don't mention any names. <laughs> I just say a famous mattress company because I don't, from the contents of this story, I don't want <laughs> Well, I'm not getting sued by them, so I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, a famous mattress company. Um, how would you describe it? Has had some dodgy dealings with a with a blogger. Yeah. I guess um, there's this blog website who reviews mattresses. Gave- See, that's the most incredible part of the story right there. There's a blogging site that reviews mattresses. <laughs> what has yeah. the world come what? to? <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, this particular site gave this mattress a bad review. <laughs> so a few lawsuits happened. And then this mattress company funded this media company to buy this blogging website. So now this guy who ran this blog has been bought out and now there's a really good review of this mattress on this. It was a good review initially, but then a better review from a rival brand came along. Mm. And then all the, the review had an addendum to it at the bottom. Going, if you're thinking of buying from this brand, you should probably buy from this brand because it's better. And then there was rumors uh, or insinuations that this other brand had paid the guy money mm. to put his additional addendum on the bottom of the one review. Yeah. <laughs> and <coughs> it's basically everything that you think goes on in advertising when it comes to things like podcasts and, and, and blog posts and stuff like this because there's no oversight. There's no rules. Mm. There's nothing. Anybody, it just reinforced everything I already knew about advertising online. Anything, any person, any blogger, any any podcast that says about this advertising services is better because it's not saying it because they like it they're saying it because they're getting paid for it and then when they're not getting paid enough they change their tune and that's all it is which is why we don't do advertising on the show ever even if even if we were successful we wouldn't do advertising because it's complete it completely changes the story of everything and this is like one of the this is a major as you say a major mattress manufacturer who does a lot of online advertising and no one's going to mention this story apart from us yeah i bet you i bet you don't hear it anywhere i'm kind of hoping that the the podcasts networks that i listen to will will not want to be associated with this this bad story because it got quite a lot quite a lot of press so i think the reputation of this particular mattress company has been dragged through through the mud at the moment uh, even been dumped in the dump <laughs> yeah so I, I hope that you know podcast networks that have got a fair amount of advertisers wanting to do business with them can choose not to not to advertise this company anymore because it, it's you know it does stink a bit and uh 
Yeah, we'd all be better off if we didn't have to listen to these <laughs> podcasts four or five times a day. I, look, I, I don't blame any podcaster who does advertising because if they want to pay the bills, fair enough. I just, I, yeah, whatever. It's just nothing. I'm just, I'm just saying, always be aware whenever you read, listen to someone reading copy or saying, oh yeah, I was sent this or this is a wonderful device. Just remember they are being paid to say it no matter what they say yeah if they're getting payment then they're they're no longer a, 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 a stand you know they're no longer a pedestrian user of that product they are being paid to say this is a wonderful service and most of the time the services are i mean i use a lot of services that i've heard of online and I'm, majority of them are great and I, I continue using them to this day i'm just saying don't let anyone pull the, the wall over your eyes when it comes to that. i mean look we do an entire show about apple products but they don't give me a flipping thing, unfortunately. In fact, I have to pay them. So, so I must prove I really like this stuff most of the time. But uh, yeah, but just just be aware. And it's 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 nothing that I'm like. I say I was more shocked that there's a that there's a blogging and there's more than one. There's apparently. multiple. There's more than there's one. Multiple. Yeah, yeah. About flipping mattresses. What has the world come it's to? It's a multi multi million pound industry. It's turned into getting yeah. a mattress delivered in a box to your house. It's incredible. It's very cutthroat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, be- the best bit of the story that, that made me laugh was when um, when the guy on the the blog who reviews mattresses demoted this particular company's mattress to only like you know medium recommendation rather than the best. The uh, the the CEO of the of the mattress company wrote to him and said, "Yeah, what what can we do to uh, to get you back to the so, top of your list?" And you know the guy was basically thinking, "What what do you mean? How to improve your mattress?" He said, "No no no, how can we pay you a bit more to say it's the best again?" <laughs> So do you want to come? To, do you want to come to New York and sleep on one of our mattresses? Yes. <laughs> like, as if you know, sleeping like- in your own home isn't good enough. Come to, we'll fly you to New York, take you to some fancy yeah. restaurants, then you can sleep on the mattress and experience yeah. how it should right. be. Yeah. All through the story, all I kept thinking with the Godfather is, <laughs> okay, we got to go to the mattresses. <laughs> go to the mattresses. Uh, anyway. Well, that's 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 all it is for this week. So until next week, when we return once again, and me and Dean will have some rough idea of when we can expect our new toys. Until then, stay safe and be nice to each other. Bye. 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 Bye.